Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. We are a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And I'm Kevin. And this is our episode for December 21st, 2019. Winning kept it in. Rimmed it back around the goal. Nikita Setoff skates on a red lane. Quick shot and he scores! Nikita Setoff cuts the Blazers' lead in half! Carson Denneby, middle point, Woodig, Woodig, wrist shot, tipped and they score! Keaton Neely, he's got goals in back-to-back games! All right, we didn't get to do a typical follow-up on the three games that we had. Uh, it's, it's a while ago now. <laughs> That's not what this episode's about. It's mostly our mid-season, I'll say traditionally now, do with Kevin. He's sort of our start mid-season and end-of-season special guest. And uh, Kevin, why don't you just give anyone who hasn't heard you listen to any of those episodes, why don't you just give us a little bit about who you are and why we would have you on here? I guess I'm the unofficial Pats historian. I've been going to the games since I was nine months old, which is now 40 years ago. And everything that does, anything to do with the Pats history, I want to know. That's me. And you were explaining you're doing a little bit extra for the Pats year, this year. What is that? I'm helping out with the data tracking for the, the analytics department. So I can't really get into too much detail, but I'm oh. watching games for other, te- for other teams okay. for the Pats. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so you're watching the, uh, the opposing teams. Yeah. yeah, watching other teams, other division, all different games. Yeah, okay. So where they, they have their own guys doing the Pats stuff, and then you're doing the opposing stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah for sure. Right on. So you also have a Twitter account that you run? Yeah, at the Blue Liner. Tell, well, what have you been sharing lately? Uh, pretty much a h- historical stuff that happens day to day. I've, I've kind of let it go for a little bit, but I'm, I'm starting it up again. Yeah, I like the this day in history of the Pats. Those are always, I quite like those ones coming up. Uh, sometimes kind of obscure, sometimes some pretty notable names. It's kind of neat sometimes. I like the trades that you, you highlight and for instance, the one, the Pat Falloon one sticks out in my mind. Yeah, right. For sure. I think, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's long hindsight, right? Way back, you can now you can see his whole career play, have played out, and yeah, and see how the trade actually developed, and and who won slash lost in the end. For sure. Yeah, I try. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. I I like re- uh, seeing those ones. Uh, okay, let's get through these three games. We had Kamloops come through town, probably. One of the quieter, more boring, lackluster games. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. You thought, okay, Kamloops was rolling in. They got some speed, some skill, and we thought it'd be a little more exciting game. And the Pats can play up to these some of these teams, and it was just uh, yeah. Although Kamloops didn't play that amazing either. We were no, no, definitely not. No, for as poorly as we seemed to be playing, it was what two one for a while. Then uh, we took that interfere that penalty, and then promptly got scored on. I think yeah. that was the dagger. The, if, it, if we would have kept it 2-1, who knows? But, yeah. That, that th- was the, the turning point, I think. Was, the TSN turning point right there, I think. Yeah, it was over after that. Uh, now, that being said, that was... Would you say it was a poor effort or just a bad game? Well, Struch was not happy with the older guys. He called them out after the game. I don't think we're going to run any interviews today, but you can go back and read my game recap on dubnetwork.ca. And, uh, yeah, he was not happy with uh, the older guys... Uh, game and that's one of the first games he's actually not been happy with the team's effort especially the older guys so but i mean you look at the next game i don't mean to run right into the next game but it well, was, yeah. it was well, much I, better yeah and that's what i we can run into it because it was there were there were two good teams coming in and 
in Kamloops and Kelowna. And I, we were talking about how junior hockey, it's like you don't know what team's going to show up, and that's sort of maybe the, I don't know, quote-unquote fun of it. But the difference between Kamloops and Kelowna game was night and day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That Kamloops game was finally, <laughs> or sorry, the Kelowna game felt like it was worth being at the rink. The Kelowna one, or Kamloops, not so much. Yeah, I thought it was much better. What did you think, Kevin? Uh, definitely. The the Kamloops game was so, so, it felt just like a boring, mean-nothing game, but the Kelowna game was a lot better. Yeah. They started playing. They actually skated. All the veterans seemed to be clicking. And yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, after Kelowna got that first goal, though, I thought, here, they're going to dial it up. That first goal, I don't know if you remember it now. It's been a while, but it was a beautiful goal. That pass from Joseph. The back door, yeah. Yeah. Oof. I thought, oh, here, they're going to start dialing it up. <laughs> and, uh, no, I was after the, that, and I was happy with the game overall. Um, we can look at uh, the defensive goals, right? It was yeah. uh, defense getting goals now. Yeah, Walker, Evans, and Whitnick. Yeah, they all had goals in that game, so that was kind of an unusual part of that. It was the first time in I don't know, three years, I think, or something about that, that three defensemen had a goal in a game. Oh, do you know that, Kevin? I, I saw that. I saw that tweet. Yeah. Oh, who tweeted that? Jeffrey Brando. Oh, okay. The guy that was the obscure facts. Man, where does he... We can talk about him. He, I don't know. If, what's his his handle on Twitter? I, I think it's Jeffrey Brando. G-E-O-F-F. If you're not following him, the, the stats he pulls out are just... I don't know where he's getting them. They are some of the most obscure. He must have some database that he either maintains or has access to because it is unbelievable some of the things he tweets i know and he tweets about every single team in the whole chl yeah and it'll be like here's a random fact about this game and it'll be some yeah bizarre it's it's pretty interesting though i know he's got so many it's hard to it's hard to sometimes filter out how much he tweets but some pretty yeah pretty neat stuff comes through him regardless uh i mean that was an awesome game nice win uh now, Kevin, we're going to rely on you a little bit uh, for the, the Winnipeg game. Cause, don't uh, rely on me. <laughs> it's this time of year. It's tough. Things just come up. I, I wasn't in town, and I thought, oh, I'll get to watch it. I just It's been so busy. and uh, This Chris, week's been busy for all of us, I think. Yeah. You know, we all had birthdays this week. and yeah, Kevin, when, when's yours? I knew it was around the then. 19th. 19th. 19th, okay. I knew it was around ours. Ours was the the 17th. Yeah, and then lots of things are wrapping up, so I had my, like, yeah. year-end pool tournament so we played all day sunday and it was a worthwhile day because we ended up walking away with money so that was good and we made money you're gonna claim that oh yeah for <laughs> sure. that's your income okay yeah, yeah. good because uh, we are connexus will help you with that oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> well so we paid i don't know we paid for our next sessions fees and all that and then i think i still we all walked away with over 100 bucks so uh, wow deposit that that's pretty good except i just blew like 50 bucks today so (laughs) invested (laughs) exactly uh well i mean not too much we can say about the winnipeg game uh other than it's nice to come out with a point yeah they've given us trouble all year that's true that's true it's nice to come out with a point gave up 46 shots uh so we can talk about we'll get into the how much paddock means to this team but uh your actually your girlfriend went to the game so she gave us a bit of a rundown of it. She said it was dead quiet, and they took a penalty at the end of the game, started overtime on a penalty, took one in overtime. So we're actually Survive really that. lucky yeah. to even survive overtime. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Right. she yeah. did say that. But, yeah, she specifically highlighted how quiet it was. It was it, very, very quiet. Worse than Wednesday? 
I would say so. It was it was really? so for for a Sunday. It was a Sunday game, right? Yeah. Yes. For a Sunday game with all the kids there, it was yeah. it was really quiet. That was my thought too. Well, it's going to be Sunday afternoon. There's the post game skate. There'll be lots of kids there. And she's like, no, it was dead quiet. Yeah, it was a post game skate too. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, I was surprised to see. I just assumed that. So this was our last game before the Christmas break. That the dub was breaking. There was a game. What? There was more games during the week here. Yeah. I thought that was it, but... Yeah, no. the, the 18th? Yeah, there was a game really recently. With yeah. Yeah, the 18th? The yeah, they, uh, yeah, okay. And I thought uh, I thought we ended... I thought everyone just ended and they didn't play this week, but apparently they did. Anything else you want to say about those games or do you want to get into our, our review here mid-season? Yeah, not really, I don't think. It's just three points out of those three games. Uh, you can't really argue with that. Could have had more if we would have played half decent with against Kamloops. It was only 4-2 game, right, with the empty netter. Well, I know. So. I, that's one of the things that I took from that game was as bad as we played. I think Kamloops played down to us. Yeah. I think that was the case there. It was kind of like that swift current, that midweek swift current game a couple weeks ago where we played yeah. down to their level and this it was, was just a boring game. And We were playing terrible and Kamloops was playing terrible too. Yeah. So Kamloops um, was also missing Zeri. Yeah, that was were, unfortunate. I would it was like a, to see kind him. of a disappointing and Lang, fact of this whole road trip with those two teams coming in that you would when you see it on the schedule and if you didn't think about world juniors that you get to see these players come through and we didn't get to see either uh either of the stars from both those teams. yeah and and Kamloops is struggling a bit too they've got some injuries and foot was gone to world juniors like you said so we took advantage of it though yeah Yeah. Kelowna yeah yeah Yeah, no it's it was it was an okay to end the season um or sorry the mid-season and um we'll get into our our uh mid-season review but first i got some trivia so i was explaining it to kevin i think i told you too but uh driving to the rink they were talking about how Kelowna has kind of had their way with regina recently in the last 10 years we were i guess now it's uh we have two wins in the last 11 years yeah so we were nine and one over the last 10 years well nine and one as in <laughs> we've lost nine and one one <laughs> one and nine yeah one and nine against uh Kelowna. So started, I started thinking a little bit about uh, winning streaks of teams against that same team and some of the uh, some of the stretches that have happened. So before we get to that, so you guys can ponder that. Think of so I have both. I have well, I have MLB, NHL, NFL, and NCAA. And NCAA is pretty wild. Yeah, I suggested <laughs> NCAA because I knew there's yeah, some long so I looked that streaks. Up. So the Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Connexus Wellness. However you define it is achievable. You don't even need to figure it all yourself. Talk to Connexus. They give you guidance, motivation, and the push you need to reach your goals. They've got your back. They're your financial partner, and they know how you can achieve your very best, your financial best. Prove them right and start right at Connexus Credit Union. Okay, the winning streaks. MLB. Now, I would have thought, until we, until we started talking a little bit more, but I would have thought an MLB streak would have been longer just because of they, they play so many games. But then you start thinking about pitching. pitching and, yeah. and it's actually hard even sweep it like a three game to win a three game or a four game and to do that over and over would be tart so mlb is actually the shortest at 18 games and that's the brewers over the pirates wow that's a division i think in division i, I didn't write down the year yeah. but i know yeah because the brewers used still quite a bit the brewers used to be uh oh, al and then they, they went to nl right so this must be their nl this must be from since then it could a- be overlap too right yeah you're right yeah, yeah. Uh, the NHL is Montreal over Washington at 23 games. Whew. Wow. That's quite a while. Yeah. Now, these aren't active either, right, obviously. But 
the NFL uh, was the Dolphins or the Bills at 20 games. So that was a decade. So that's, they yeah, were that's in divisions. <laughs> they were in the division. That's, that's 10 years. Yeah. That's a lot of games. <laughs> holy man. 10 years they didn't, they didn't beat them. And, uh, but that's changed now. The Bills are actually not a bad team. So then NCAA is Notre Dame over Navy. And what's your guess for how many games? Well, I just saw it. You so. saw it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How many? Football. This is football. 41. 43. Oh. <laughs> You're damn close. Jeez, for just a stab in the dark. 1964 to 2007. Wow, that's a lot they of games. beat them. So imagine that, that game where they did win. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> a big rivalry, actually, despite Navy not being that great of a football team anymore. Historically, they, they, don't, they aren't the best. But clearly not against... Uh, well, and Notre Dame's always Notre a Dame. decent game. I just took actually a little swallow of the uh, our good friends over there at Rebellion. Uh, if you haven't listened to their podcast, you should give them a shot. Uh, he he's a, another member of the, they're affiliate member of the uh, Saskatchewan Podcast Network, and uh, listened to them a few times lately, and really started me thinking about their raspberry smoothies and their sours. And I had some sours at one point in my hand, and I was like, I just don't know if I can commit to these because, I mean, when someone says a sour beer, and my first experience with a sour was pretty bad, so. Uh, Chris brought over some raspberry sour smoothies, and uh, what do you think about them? They're tart. It, it's not that sour. Like, what did we have the pineapple before? And I think this is this is just more tart because it's raspberry, right? Do you think so? Yeah, and it's not that sour. Like, I think the lactose in it and the smoothie aspect of it actually it's makes got it some. It's got some. It's it yeah, gives your definitely. tongue that little yeah. <laughs> but I think that's maybe more of the raspberry, right? But could be. Yeah, I think it's not bad. It'd be a good summer drink. Yeah, it, I think so too. And I know Rebellion was kind of touting it as a, a holiday drink. Yeah, it's a season. They're seasonal this year, so I think it'd be great in the summer. But it's it's yeah. very. It's not very beery. No, right? No. Yeah, it's more like a, a cider. Yeah, yeah. All right, but it's all right. Something different. Absolutely. Well, let's get into our mid-season season review. Currently, the Pats. Have played 30 games. We're sitting at eight wins, 18 losses, and three overtime losses. We've got 38 games left. How how are you guys feeling, Kevin? You're you're the historian. Where's this team stacking up? In uh, they're not the worst. <laughs> they're not the worst. We I asked you when you came in. I said how many how many how what was the worst team? And what the worst team for everyone else was 76, 77. They won eight, eight. out of one 72. Eight. They yeah. lost. They didn't win a game on the road. Okay, so as long as we win one more game. Will yeah. be not we'll the be worst. Okay. Yeah. Although, if you're looking at winning percentage, we'd have to win a couple more. Yeah. Right. I don't know the math off the top of my head. But I think we had this discussion last year. Remember? <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Yeah. It is unfortunately very similar. I think we've talked about this a few times. Mentioned it, but uh, this year feels more disappointing, though. Yeah, I think all of us expected a little more this Definitely. year. Definitely. We were talking so at our our season preview. I think we. I uh, was wrong. We, were <laughs> we all wrong. were. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't go back and listen, but I'm fairly certain Kevin had picked. Uh, I picked about 500. 500. I think, I think it was 30 to 35 wins. I can't remember exactly, but I, I predicted 500 hockey. Yeah, and it has been a little closer to that lately. But not after the after the first no. 11 games. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, you Chris. It. I think you were a little bit more conservative. At uh, you said 25 to 30. Yeah. Yeah, and I said 30 wins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you referenced it there, Kevin. One in ten start really hurt us. Oh, that was bad. That was real bad, right? 
we were seven, eight, and four since, and I think that's what we expected throughout the whole season. Yeah, for sure. Not yeah that one and that one in ten star just dug us a deep hole. But I mean, it's nice to see them recover from that and start racking up some wins and get some more. I mean, more. Not, I would say consistency, but at least they're. I mean, because the efforts in the first first half of that first half weren't bad. It's just we were losing one, two goal games. I think maybe the goaltending is what sunk us a bit. Just weren't getting the bounces. Yeah, and then Paddock had those injuries. Um, had to start. <laughs> had to start without uh, Paddock being healthy. Yeah, yeah. And then and trading um, McNabb. McNabb. It, it, you know, I was just talking to Rod Pearson. I was just in the South End Mall earlier. And what happened to McNabb? Do you know, Kevin? No, he just disappeared off of Winnipeg's roster. Yeah. So oh, he's not even playing with them. No, no he's not on the roster anymore. They got Liam oh. Hughes, and because they got he the disappeared. Guy. They didn't announce anything. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I, did, I noticed that he was gone, and I was going to look into it, but uh, I forgot about it. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was hurt for a bit. He played yeah. a bit, and then he all of a sudden disappeared. Um, huh. Yeah, and Liam Hughes is the guy that Lethbridge picked <laughs> up last year, and then he bailed on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he played a couple games in the AJHL, and then he just showed up in Winnipeg. Weren't you say? Was it you that watched a game with him, and he looked a little? Oh, so I watched the water? highlights. Yeah, I watched the highlights of the Winnipeg game from Sunday, and yeah, he was oh, all over the place. Yeah, he did not look very back good. and forth, just flipping around. He looked, yeah, it was weird. Um, the one goal, I think it was the power play goal. We did kind of the high low high play, and he had one pad in the net and one pad outside the net. I'm like. I he can't was, remember who was, scored. Yeah. Holmes, it was maybe. I think yeah. He had Holmes three quarters of the net to shoot at. Like oh, if yeah. he missed it, if he didn't score there, like you know, that's rough. But um, and then the, yeah, one of the other goals. I think it was Cole. He had a two on one with somebody, and he kind of was looking pass, and he started to slide over for a pass, and Cole had half the net to yeah, score. Yeah, he, he went the opposite. He went the wrong way. Totally yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He bit on the pass, uh, totally. and Cole was like, "Okay, I have half the net to shoot at," and he scored. Yeah. So. Like, I didn't see the whole game, obviously. I just saw the highlights of the goals and stuff. But, yeah, he he was really looking a little rough in that game. But Okay, I didn't know, actually, McNabb was gone, which really now kind of makes this even crappier. Is We could have had him maybe for those first few games and had a better outcome. Yeah, and I think they moved on from him because we would have had to give up another draft pick. It was a conditional. Yeah, there so was a conditional pick in there. So he played with us. I, I guess at any point in this season, we would have had to give up a pick. So that's why they moved him before the season. I assume because you, you would have liked to maybe they both get split time at the start of the season and then you kind of maybe build up somebody's value and you move on from one of them, either him or Paddock, right? Right. But to give him up before the season, obviously there was, that's why I think the, that's where the condition was. Well, we can talk, I mean, we alluded to it. I wanted to get into it a little bit is um, the strength of this team. The wins have come off goaltending, I think. And now the question is, is Paddock someone that's going to stay stay on this team is there is there a market for him is he is there kevin you were alluding a little bit we were i you were talking about it and i said don't talk about it right now we'll talk about <laughs> it so he's, he's our most valuable player he's worth something to somebody i'm yeah. sure and he's only 19 and teams seem to bring in 20 year goalies keep 20 year goalies again so he might be a, a year and a half player so yeah with especially without being signed or anything or even going to a camp i mean he was hurt but he didn't go to camp this year so his pro prospects are pretty slim right now so i think it's almost a guarantee he's back next year so he's got to be worth something to somebody yeah but how well, much is he worth to us i mean without him we're in trouble that's 
That's what I wanted to get at. Is if you get if we trade Paddock, what do you, what return are you getting? Yeah, who's, sho- it, who's shopping for a goaltender? It, did, it didn't seem like Kelowna now is. That was maybe something we were thinking about at the start of the season. Is they're going to need a goaltender? It's maybe not as required now. Yeah, I don't know. And like you said, your your return is that worth losing him for the year for next year plus the rest of this year? I don't think so. I think I we think need so. we need. Because you see our options. Our options are not good other than Paddock, right? But why do we have a 19-year-old backup? I don't know. That doesn't play. Yeah. I, I, they, could, they could have kept Bellick around. Maybe they just wanted him playing time to get more playing time because they're going to ride Paddock. So yeah, that's, the, that's the only thing I can think of. And so you, Paddock, if he sticks around, he's going to be playing the majority next year. Is Keeper going to be the backup next year? And then looking to start the year after in a 17-year-old season? But... And they also signed that uh, Welke, Spencer Welke, the 17-year-old right. okay. in Yorkton. Yes. So, yeah. and who knows, was Bellick still a, is he still a property of the Pats? Yeah. I think he, I don't I haven't looked at the list. He's still property of us or not, but yeah, I know it, it, the goaltending situation is kind of a mess. Seems like once Paddock, uh, after Paddock, it's just, who it's knows? It's a crater, yeah. Who yeah. knows? Right. And from, and that coming from a team where that's our strength right now, it's not have that is, is a little scary. But we don't know Bob Buskey. He's played two games. We don't know what kind of goal he's actually going to be. I think it depends on what you can get for him. I think in thinking of the contenders out there, though, is is goaltending uh, a concern with them? I, if you look at the top team, Calgary's. Yeah, Calgary maybe is possibly looking for one. Edmonton pretty set. Vancouver, Vancouver is for sure. Well, yeah. Little Kamloops. Yeah, with Garand. Yeah. And Everett's good. Yeah. Portland. They got Hofer. Hofer. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's that set. <laughs> we, can, we can go on a bit of a tangent on Hofer, too. So I said that to Matt, yeah. Hofer was the Hutterite we used to boo when he came in. We, we enjoyed him coming to the game. Yeah. We and lit up this Skinner. goes back. Because Hofer was actually rated high as a goaltender going into the draft, the NHL draft. <coughs> and um, we both were like, what yeah. is this? Why are they, you know? <laughs> and it's so tough on a real tough team bad team right right right. and then uh he gets drafted and we were all then a little surprised and we were kind of beaking him and i think it just goes back to that we have we are not scouts yeah (laughs) at any stretch (laughs) of the imagination and then he gets selected to team canada world juniors and think what the moving to portland obviously has increased his stock portland is doing pretty well out there yes but to make world juniors yeah if you would ask me if he was a world junior goalie i would have said and a spot Particularly from his Swift current, yeah, exactly. Yeah, too, that's right? what I'm, yeah. I'm basing it off of. Yeah. Right. Obviously, we haven't seen him play, but obviously, he's doing pretty well out there. Yeah, yeah. It was just a surprise, and it just—I had no idea that was his potential. Uh, where were we? Goalies, goaltenders. Yeah, goaltenders. <laughs> places for Paddock to go. Like, is but there? Yeah, I don't know. I think you want to hold on to him because I think he means he's more valuable to us than a what, like a second or a third round pick or two of them. Like, we're not going to get a first round for. Him, I don't think. No. So no, the prices so. seem fairly high this year. So you just yeah, never know. yeah, you never know. Somebody may be desperate. Hey, maybe there is an injury in the next couple of weeks before yeah. the trade deadline when when these teams get back playing. You never know. Yeah, I think for team success, holding on to him would be the best option. But I think that's so. my opinion. Yeah, what do you think, Kevin? Is he gone? I want to say as long as they get something good, something uh, value back, I'll be okay with it. Otherwise, keep him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So what's value to you, a player or a pick? Well, you have to get a goalie in return. 
Yeah. Because most goalie, most teams already have the two goalies yeah. set. So you're going to get some sort of Going to get a back. goalie in return and hopefully like a high high round pick, like a, probably not a first, but like no. a second or a third plus a, a decent goalie. Like you'll, you'll get a decent young goalie back. So okay. in most cases, a young goalie. Now that being said, is there anyone else that you think could be on the move? Could be an asset to someone? Well, I think, I think it's any anybody at the top end here. Like you look at your twenties, any of the twenties could be moved. I think it'd be you'd have to see who's looking to upgrade at their twenty spot. But I think Pratt's got the most value. Whitnick has some value, and so does Holmes. I mean, D men are bringing back a lot already this year. You look at Connor McDonald brought back. Yeah, he for he, a guy that hasn't played much lately. Well, he left the team. Yeah, so like, and they still got like a second and a third yeah. for him. I mean, he's not 20. That hamstrings you a bit, being a 20. But if somebody's looking to upgrade their a 20-year-old, like all three that are 20s have value. I agree, totally. I think Pratt's, I mean, you can tell from the score sheet, but he's been our best player on the ice for the majority of the games. Yeah. And I agree. It's just always that 20-year-old situation. Yeah, and Holmes, is, he's been hot lately. He's picked it up. He had, he struggled he's, he's increasing his value a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he struggled at the start of the year, but he's definitely uh, brought it up. Yeah, absolutely. So those, and then uh, if you get outside the 20s? Cole. I think Cole, for Cole. sure. Yeah. Cole's he, got he, something. Yeah, he, he'd slot into like a good second-line role. I don't think he's a first-line player per se, but... He'll score you some goals. Yes, he's got skill. He can work with that power play. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think too. I think he's one of the... And then other than that, I don't know really if anybody's had that has, has that much value at all. No. Because no. we don't really have a face-off guy no. or spe- a specialist or anything like that. No, but, no. I, we're... I've tried to take notice because especially after Lysician last year, you realize how great he was at that and how important yeah. that kind of asset can be. So I've been watching maybe a little bit lately. It seems like Nyhoff takes takes a lot of draws in some of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's near that that no. level of Lysician, no. but I think they were trying to groom him into that role, but he's not uh, to it as yeah. as well as Lysician did. Yeah, I think he's only about fifty percent where Lysician was sixty, I, I believe, last year. What about some of the? I don't want to like get too negative, but what is? What about some of the uh, maybe guys that haven't lived up to what you would have expected this year? I thought well, there's quite a few guys I thought have struggled. Like yeah. you start with Nyhoff, I thought he could produce a little more. You look at guys that we traded like Wright. We thought for sure, okay, well he's he put up a few goals at the end of last year. He can be a 15 goal scorer, um, massier, but he's hurt now. Yeah, that's another thing I want to get into. He he's out for the year now. He's done for the season. Yeah. And Pats haven't said anything, but they set up her body. I think maybe arm arm issue. Yeah. But they haven't announced anything. So I thought, what did he have? He had a couple goals this year. Not many at all. No. Um. No. It just. Yeah. That that the, first. It kind of. It felt like last year was just like coming, and he thought, okay, over the summer, then training camp, and everything will start to click, and it just nothing seemed to. For a bunch of them clicked. Yeah. And my. Guy that I wish I was hoping for more from is uh, Dubinsky. Definitely, yeah. I think his 15-year-old games, everyone thought he played with so much energy and he was so obvious out there. And then last year, you know, there was little flashes. And even this year, there's been some. But you were just hoping for more of them, right? And they just haven't, they haven't really come yet. And you can see it. He's down on the fourth line now in some games. And some of the blue line, not been a little discouraged with Feist personally just haven't seen him maybe where we would hope so hope he would be yeah I mean that's it's unfortunate some of the negative part of it but 
some of the highlights i think but we were, it was the hopes we were hoping they'd they'd step yeah, up point wise sure sure but maybe they've cap, maybe they've maxed out maybe that's what kind of player they're going to be yeah fair enough hopefully not hopefully they can produce as they get a little older yeah you think you hope that they're always going to take the next step they're you're older you're stronger you're more in the league and yeah some guys can make that next step and some guys don't and that's like you said that could be maybe their max potential yeah, right they might or have peaked max level yeah i hope not for all of them i want them all to succeed yeah and you think yeah that's a good point maybe it just is you you assume that they're going to but some guys don't right and maybe they're playing out a role maybe certain guys need to have more of an offensive position than a defensive position. i don't know yeah if we knew we we would be rich right exactly <laughs> <laughs> How about some of the um, the positive surprises? The the twenty trade. He was yeah. he he helped. I don't know. If yeah. it, it seems like he revitalized the power play, but unfortunately Absolutely. he got hurt. Yeah. What's the update on his injury? Uh, it was one week last Tuesday. I think it, or this Tuesday. Yeah. So after holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Actually, he all of a sudden he got picked up and the power play just started to click. I yeah. don't know if it was him, but they they might have changed a few things. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, they did change up. I know even when they brought in Whitnick, he really revitalized the power play the first time. Yeah, because the power play looked awful, and then and then and it turned good, and then it went stale again. Yes, it did. Yeah, <laughs> and now on that road trip through Alberta and stuff, they had uh, a power play goal in every game, and it was like seven out of eight games they had power play goals. So it yeah, Chorney helped it again, gave another injection of like Denemy too. I think he's yeah. got six or seven power play points, something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. been here. A so, bunch of yeah. assists, only one or maybe two goals. But yeah. I mean, right. he's helped it out. Both those guys have helped it out. So that both those trades, I thought were good. Even the addition of Zach Smith, that was a nice pickup. Yeah, he's fitting well. Yeah, whatever role they put him in, he plays well. So would you say the positive is that they've they've made these changes, and rather than just sitting back and saying, "Oh, one in ten is fine." <laughs> uh, Obviously, there was some. They weren't exactly happy with where things were. No, and I don't think anybody is. And and you know, John Paddock, he's not one to stand pat. Like he'll, he's got no problem making moves, whether or not you agree with them all. But yeah. he's made some moves and injected some new life into this team, and has helped this team get better. Uh, one of the positives I've seen is is the change in setoffs game. Uh, so he, I mean, last year he played every single game without scoring one goal. Now I don't he. It, at least it looks like he's having some fun out there and getting up in rushes and and playing and, and yeah, you see him behind the net, yeah, the opposing <laughs> net and stuff. So yeah, so it, it, maybe he's just finding a little bit more of a groove here. Um, it doesn't seem to have sacrificed his defensive ability too too much. So um, yeah, stepping up into that role has been nice. What are your what's what's your predictions for the last half here? Uh, I don't know. I think I think we're probably good. For 10, 10, 10 wins, I think. And last year we had nineteen. Yeah, yeah. we had nineteen. Because you, you were shooting for twenty. Yeah. So what have we got? Eight. So twelve, 12 out of thirty-eight. I think 12. that's. I think it's doable yeah, if they keep. If they stand pat, that's doable. Yeah. See, that's the thing. What's going to happen with the trades, and what does this team look like after January ten? Yeah. Right. I mean, we looked decent after the trade deadline last year. Yeah. Despite losing a bunch of talent, like more talent than we had than this year, right? I mean, as long as we don't play on Sundays, because our record <laughs> on Sundays is o four and three on Sundays. What about so, midweek? What are we doing? Uh, no, Fridays are our, Friday, Saturdays are our day. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. yeah, we don't have a win Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesdays look Tuesday. I don't, how many games have we had on Tuesday? Just, just two. the two, and they've been just terrible. 
Yeah. Dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Wednesdays are no games. good. We're two five one on uh, three five one on Fridays and five and four on Saturdays. Five and four on Saturdays. Yeah. That's well, that's, that's our day that's Saturday good, night. Yeah. So Saturday night for the boys. Yeah. God, plus anyway. plus we got the road trip coming up. The West Coast road trip, which we didn't do it. Well, the states will be yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be tough because that division is real good, top to bottom. Even and when we had a good team, we struggle oh, out there. I think everybody struggles. Yeah, like, you just go that's gonna there. be tough. That's a good point. I think it's gonna be challenging to get those twelve wins. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to get crack that Tony Marco. We didn't get there last year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it'll just be just it. It'll be a failure if I don't think we we get to uh, at least nineteen mark last year yeah because we thought we could year. do better than last year yeah. we're on the trending upwards but the first part of the first half was real tough yeah and like kevin said it'll depend what we do if they move paddock it's yeah i don't know what to expect then it'll be it won't be fun yeah well are you still having fun <laughs> uh here and there that that winnipeg game it was it was not it was not fun no Camelops was not fun it was not fun it's a one fun game out of the last i don't know three. the atmosphere just seems to be down this year yeah oh absolutely all over like it's not just not just regina there's a lot of places that they're they're saying the fan the, the fan experience isn't the greatest anymore just people aren't having fun yeah and I, I don't know like the teams are trying to do everything at every single break like is that increasing your interest in games like do people come to the games to listen to the guys rattle off an advertisement every whistle and some promotion and missing the replays and not showing you, the replays because they're doing showing some an ad stupid thing yeah yeah i don't know yeah. is that is that fan experience been a, a negative thing to you? It hasn't been. It hasn't been good this year. I don't know. It just uh, the team's not doing well. Of course, we know that. Yeah, yeah. But it just feels. I don't know. It just this, something just doesn't seem right, and I can't explain it other than the fact they're not winning. But there just doesn't seem to be something. There's a there's a disconnect somewhere between the fans and just the the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. weird. I don't know how to really explain it. And obviously, the attendance has been down compared to last year as well. So, that but even like they're trying. They're they're trying these promotional games like Jay and Dan, and even that when I looked around, I thought... There's yeah, it was a Friday night, and I thought... Teddy Bear Toss. Yeah. Like, those are the games that are supposed to be... Packed. Packed. Yeah. Um, what was the one year... We have... The breast cancer awareness hasn't happened yet, right? No, I don't think so. I uh, I tried to go to that game before I had season tickets, and I walked up and a chance, and that was... I forget which year that was. That was a, year, a few years ago now. We'll see what that one's like, because that was another one that was big one and they usually play swift current and i think they do again this year so we'll see what that looks like i don't know is it is it a sign of the economic times too and it's not an expensive ticket but it if you're just walking up and it's you and your family it's still you know 100 bucks pushing yeah 80 to 100 bucks so i don't know i, I noticed it at rider games too right do you go to no, i haven't been to a rider game for a while but um, I, I see it you can see it on tv that yeah the, yeah the stands are a quarter empty sometimes yeah yeah, and they used to be hard to get rider tickets. Like it was. Yeah, it was a tough get, and now I thought they built the stadium too small because yeah, it was only a few thousand more than the old stadium, and I was like, oh well, they're selling out all the time, and now you yeah. get the new stadium, and it's you can get tickets anytime you want. So. And it's hard to get the real stats too, right? Because if you look through, they always, I think it's artificially inflated. Well, every season ticket holder is accounted every game, no matter what, right? Yeah, tickets well, sold. Tickets sold. Yeah. Yeah. So the games that we don't go to still get counted, right? Yeah. Right. So, and, but you just look at the stands and you can see it's pretty slim on some nights. Because they're saying, you know, I'm just looking here, anywhere from 36 to 47, yeah. 56 for one. Like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I don't know about that. But 
you look at Medicine Hat, that's kind of like like they they had 4006 every single game for 10 years. They build a new stadium, a new rink, they move it out on the edge of town. It holds you know, close to 6, I think it is. I think it's bigger than the the Brand Center. Okay. I think it's actually so, bigger. Okay, so it's more than 64 and and they're getting like 3 now. Like they're getting less people now than they were before. So now is it because it's out of town or on the edge of town, people don't want to go? Is it because... The hat's not that big, though. No, I know it isn't. <laughs> but some people are just like, well, it's more than a five-minute drive. I'm not going, right? People, some people have that attitude. Or is it now, okay, tickets are available. I can go anytime I want, so I'll just go when I want. Right. I'm not going to like get my season tickets because I can just roll in anytime. I don't have to get a season because I can go to any, any yeah. game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree. I haven't... There's The games aren't a ton of fun. Well, when you lose a lot, it's usually Is it just not the fun, losing? Right? I mean, they've looked bad in some games, so that doesn't help. So yeah. if you go to a game, say you go to that Swift Current game or even that Kamloops game and you roll in and you see this, this is your first game of the year and you see that kind of effort or that kind of product on the ice and yeah. you're just like, you're not nope, I'm not coming back, right? Yeah. There was even somewhere I, they had some people there and I think it was their first hockey game. Was that okay. the Kamloops or the Kelowna I game? Don't recall. I think it might have, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably, they weren't uh, Canadian people. Uh, yeah, yeah. New to, this is new what to they, Canada, right? They, this is what they get all worked up about. And it was like, coming back, we're starting with that home and home against uh, Moose Jaw. Now you had predicted this these to be two wins. Yeah. You I, still feeling? Yeah. Uh, think so? I think so. Yeah. Moose Jaw's really struggling. They are, man. They're at, I was just looking at But it. they beat Kamloops, so... I don't know what happened there. Camus, I think... Camus fell apart, though. They were up, what, 4-1? 4 nothing. 4 nothing, and ended up losing 5-4 in overtime. Yeah. So I think that was a collapse. That's, yeah. I think that's more about Camus and not Moose Jaw. Yeah, maybe just taking the second half off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? If we win those two games, we'll be tied for them. There you go. <laughs> Small Vic, let's, let's just shoot, put our target on Moose Jaw. <laughs> we need to keep upping our stock here we can't give Saskatoon that good of a pick because there's some good players right. at the top end this real yeah. good i mean we'll get one because of swift current but we don't want to give Saskatoon. like the top three are going to be by sounds of it really really good so you can't go wrong with any of the top is. top three and so whose pick do we have swift swift current so they're i believe they and i think we're third PG. we're ahead of pg uh we're behind pg just beat somebody I think. we have the same amount of as PG. But they've played more games, so okay. we should be ahead of them. We could be ahead of them if we win. Yeah. And if we beat Moostra, then, yeah. We're right with them. We're rolling. Okay, anything else you want to talk about, Kevin? Who do you think the Pats MVP so far is this year? So most valuable player? Most valuable player. Are we taking player. this as the literal, literal definition, the, like MVP? The MVP. I would say it has to be Paddock, because um, I'm debating between Pratt and him, but this team does not win if Paddock does not play well. Uh, there's other people that can score goals here and there, but if Paddock has a bad game, even a bad goal, one bad goal can be the difference between a win and a loss. Yeah, so that, that's a good point. I was going to say Pratt because he's been the most consistent. I think he's our best player. He's the best, best offensive player. He's the best, but he's not the most valuable. The most valuable has got to be Paddock. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any question. And that's what's so scary about even talking about him because <laughs> it's going to... Yeah, and like you said, because there are options behind Paddock are not good, so or they're more unknown than not good. Unknown, they're more yeah. unknown. Yeah, <laughs> we've had Busky for how long now, and he's played two games. Yeah, and so how many games did he play last year with PA? Like, because Ian Scott, he played. He only played like a dozen or something like that. Yeah, Ian Scott carried the load for PA last year. So he yeah. hasn't got a ton. any league stuff. Oh, that's what I was going to bring up. 
WHL Live is doing their Christmas gifts. Three three nights of free hockey if you're on WHL Live. I still don't know why they don't. They they do a th- Thursday, Throwback Thursday game. It's a free game from whatever. Past, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you have a current game? Like, honestly, who's going to go back and play? <laughs> uh, that's some random opinion. game from. Yeah, like 2001 or two yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, they're really dropping the ball on this, I think. But, yeah, that's just. Yeah. I think. WHL could do even more. Like I was talking to Rod Peterson today, and they had that interview with Cole and like Sillinger, and that yep. was great. Yeah, and and he's like, yeah, we because we did we did the clip, we cut it out because they always release like segments and social media, and he's like, yeah, Medicine Hat didn't retweet it or they didn't jump on it or anything because like, they talked about choosing the WHL over yes yeah over NCAA, NCAA where both his older brothers went, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, they just don't want to. They they have promoting our promotion of their league whereas the sjhl literally just loves them yeah he's going to all these different ranks pumping sjhl business and they love it they have no problems and that's another thing where you get back to the attendance issue like if you can they got to maybe be better on advertising and stuff like that and wgl live isn't helping because at least there was a a discounted rate this year a one-year deal this year but see what happens next year. I don't know. There's a few things I think they could, as a whole, just marketing their brand. Yeah, marketing the WHL could be better. General. I think. Like you do, s- I see the Pats advertised a fair bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like. Is it more than advertising? Because I think. People yeah, because know they I exist. don't. Yeah, exactly. Right. You don't. You have to be pretty uh, not aware of it if you don't know that the Pats exist and play hockey in Regina. Yeah. Right. Like I don't subscribe to most regular media outlets like i don't watch regular tv i don't read the newspaper i don't stuff like that right so like how are they reaching those people that don't do that as well right like like they they advertise at the cooperator center okay yeah. if you are going to the cooperator center you're either interested in hockey or ring at so if you're interested in hockey ring at you know the paths but it exist. is on uh it's on tv right now because we w- i have tv and i watch okay. uh ctv it's okay. on tv it's on radio um, I don't know if they do any targeted ads on Facebook or uh, any other social media. I don't know. I, I, don't, how I much, am not a marketing. No. How much I coverage no do they get on do TV? This. Like, do they do they show highlights on CTV News? Uh, news? On Global for sure. Global? Uh, yeah, okay. Global does. Global does for sure. Okay. And Phil's on there quite often, I think. Is he? Okay. Used to be anyways in the mornings. Okay. Because I know I watch, we watch CTV News and, you know, I don't think I see... You don't. See, you might see some pats. You certainly don't. Certainly don't see any other WHL news. Yeah. Well, because I know after the games, there's nobody doing interviews except me and Greg Carter. Mm-hmm. There's nobody down there. Mm-hmm. So and like not I even mean, them though. I mean they. They don't do a, the Pats TVs much stuff anymore either. Yeah, they're not doing the video for whatever reason post game to put out on social media. I don't know why they don't. But I mean, like the news, like they'll go to the practice. Um, practices and they can do the interviews during the day yeah because there's a, the daily afternoon media availability i don't know who shows up there because i don't go to that one because i actually you I, got a day, I got a day job <laughs> as well so i mean if it's not busy i could duck out but we've been actually kind of busy at work so maybe i'd be able to get out to some of those but right it's just yeah i don't know because there's nobody after the games doing covering the games after the i mean sure they'll show the highlights on global or whatever and that's it or is it just a f- matter of they're not winning yeah, and this then this helps. is a fickle, fickle business, and and it's just that like when they were winning, it was everywhere. 
Yeah. Every, the, yeah. Was, everything passed. Now yeah, it was it's, crazy. Now you're now, lucky to see anything. Yeah. The odd jersey maybe here and there, the odd hat, but you don't see much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's two years. Two years. Two years from a Memorial <laughs> Cup team and three years from one of the best teams in team history. And it's and like, it's like they're dead. Off the map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, that's but that's any sport nowadays, it right? It is. It really is. There's just so many options. People move on. If you're not doing well or your product isn't good, they'll move on to find something else. Yeah. Like, this town is still 100% riders. Like, it, like the amount of rider stuff that still gets pumped out in the off-season is unbelievable. And, but people but eat it up. That's so. what I was just going to say. It's not that they're putting it out. It's people consuming it. Yeah. And, and they'll... That's why. I right? That's... Yeah. Like... Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I vary my interests. So if it's the off season, I'm shit. So about pads? Well, in the su- well, obviously we've got more of interest in the pads. Yeah. But in the summer, no, I'm going to the Red Sox game. I'm yeah. watching that, or I'm watching the Blue Jays. I move yeah. on. I'm yeah. watching baseball. There's nothing said during the summer hardly with the pads. No. So no, there isn't not. either. Once right? you get your season ticket renewed, the playoffs are done. If yeah. they don't make the playoffs, then it's a shorter season. Yeah. It's really short. And lots of people don't even care about the Memorial Cup no, unless really. the Pats are involved in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, we can sit here and speculate, and but I think it really comes down to, uh, like you said, Chris, sports success is what sells tickets. Yeah. And I think the way you're saying, Kevin, the, the feeling in the rink and the disconnect and just not a lot of energy is, is because of that. Definitely, for sure. And you're sitting there, and nobody's really that interested. Um, sure, you get a, a little punctuation. It's nice. It keeps coming back, like uh, the Kelowna game. But uh, we need a few more of those, and they're going to need some something coming up. And if they sell off here and they win six or seven games <laughs> on the back end, it's going to be, yikes. It's going to be people who might not, you know, you might lose. I don't know. You're going to lose the long times. You're going to lose the people who came on uh, after that energy. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, they're going to say, yeah. It's not. The, the long time, the, the, the long term, so they're, they're going to stick yeah. around. They'll stick yeah. it out. Unless the prices go up substantial, they'll, they'll stick around. Yeah, that's I hear a, a lot of people saying that they won't, but still they'll stick around. Yeah, but that's a good point. Our ticket prices are pretty reasonable. Our season ticket prices are pretty reasonable compared to across the country. Yes, yeah, like we have we have one of the cheapest tickets available in the whole. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going to keep the the long term. You're not going to lose them because they've they've been through this. Yeah, the ups right? and downs. This is yeah. normal. It's like, junior hockey. It's going to happen. You're going to lose the the people that kind of got on board after uh, the Memorial Cup and the and the good seasons. But uh, and maybe they'll come back once once it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once it comes back, it'll be it'll be a couple more years. I think. It's gonna be a couple of years. It's yeah. not gonna be next year. No. Okay, but you guys good? Yeah, I should good. wrap it up. All right, let's yeah, wrap it up. We've been going for a while. Thanks to Kevin for coming in. That was a lot of fun. It's uh, it's nice to have you in person. It just adds a little bit. Uh, even when Chris and I talk on the on the phone and try and do it, it's just a little bit more difficult. I think you don't yeah. get that. It's fun. It's, yeah. it's a lot lot better than trying to deal with a delay. Yeah. yeah. The yes. Skype delays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. So thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks and, for having me. Uh hope to do it again. Uh well we'll do our year end wrap up probably sometime in what is it, March? Yeah. <laughs> end of middle <laughs> March, end of March. Yeah. Mid March. <laughs> I don't think we're hoping for anything longer than that this year. Um yeah, we'll just keep sticking it out and keep doing this. And uh I don't know, I just hope for some entertaining games. Yeah. That's all I'm really looking for now. Chris, anything else to say? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Oh, you should uh, show off the shirt a little bit. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. Our new sh- yeah. So these are uh, the In Paddock We Trust shirt. Kevin, if you uh, if you have a blank shirt, some, you bring us one and I'll, I'll print you one up. Sure. Okay. 
Matt's a silk screen expert now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the, <laughs> I just like to learn new things. So yeah, podcasting and making shirts and shit. So, <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay. We'll sign off for the day. Thanks for everyone uh, for listening and thanks for Kevin for coming in. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye.